Hey, what's up, guys? Vegan Dish here. Hey, how you doing? Uh, podcast Saturday. Uh, nice day today here in Long Beach. Very nice. So it feels nice, right? Yeah, fresh. Sun's out. <clears throat> so uh, uh, one of the things I want to talk about right away, uh, I want to apologize immediately uh, on our last podcast. We said that Nipsey Hussle would have tr- turned uh, 35 years old on August 15th on Thursday, but that's not true. He would have been 34 years old. So sorry. Sorry, Nipsey, if you could hear me. Uh, so uh, on a lighter note, um, Good Boys, uh, movie that just came out, uh, put out by the um, – Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, Seth Rogen, and the other guys that yeah. did Super Bad and um, Sausage Party, right? Yeah. So it's basically about uh, young kids. I think they're supposed to be in grade school, sixth grade, sixth grade. And then, uh, you, uh, yeah, they, I, yeah, I believe they are. They're in grade school still, and uh, they uh, are, are just. It's 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 basically like a a, a, a day. Like, I don't think it's a day in their life. It's actually over a course of days of, of their friendship growing up and just some of the things they do. But it's 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 out there for the first time. You got some kids that are you know they're all definitely in in life under thirteen, right? Yeah, yeah. And so uh, they're cussing and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And it's man, if you haven't if you've seen the previews, the previews, the whole movie is just nonstop laughter. So uh, uh, it was great. We, we got out there and checked it out uh, when it premiered. Um, it was a full house in the theater, and uh, the movie was good. Yeah, recommend it. Did you really like it? Did yeah, you like it? You gave I it a did. 10 out of 10? I, yeah, it made me laugh. I was laughing the whole time and catching little things here and there. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of felt yeah, it, it uh, in the beginning, I think we both agreed that yeah. that it just kind of it dragged, and then what we were seeing in the previews is what they were showing mostly. And so I was kind of like, for maybe – few minutes thought it was going to be a letdown then it just took off skyrocketed yeah yeah but uh, i recommend getting out there and checking that movie out man if you if you like just non-stop laughter that's that's one for the year for sure yeah uh, uh um on a also we told you guys you follow up on tokotasi who was a local musician here in long beach uh you know had done some work with um slightly stupid sublime and some others that are well known uh is missed here now by you know his friends and relatives and of course his fans. Uh, two murder murder suspects have actually been arrested. They caught him all the way yeah. in Hesperia. Hesperia. Huh? They're, they're, well, they're both from Long Beach. It was uh, Thomas uh, Arilaga, forty three of Long Beach, and Lorna uh, Clemena, forty three of Long Beach as well, were arrested in uh, Hesperia on Thursday uh, in connection with the murder. Um, I get you know, there. There was witnesses. This happened on Willow Street uh, and uh, Eucalyptus, which is here in Long Beach. Uh, the main cross streets, because Eucalyptus is actually a smaller side street, uh, Magnolia. So basically, off of Willow and Magnolia uh, is where the incident took place. Uh, I guess the two, Toko had a, had an argument, a dispute with the male suspect with uh, with Thomas, and uh, Thomas shot him. Well, right now, that's that. From what we know, everything's still got to be investigated. But but he's being held in uh, Long Beach City Jail along with Lorna uh, until their trial. So um, the good news on that is that the suspects were caught. It's still bad. It doesn't bring Togo back, but it's it's it it was it was it was it was awful to hear that you know that the suspects fled and they weren't they weren't caught. But now that we hear that you know two people are, are, are arrested, 
in connection with the murder. That's good news, right? Yeah, ho hopefully justice gets served. Well, yeah, there was a warrant a warrant served for a house on San Francisco Street, out way out in Hesperia. If you guys aren't familiar with Hesperia, Hesperia is just on the mountain pass just north of Victorville, heading to Las Vegas. If you go to Las Vegas, then you drive through Hesperia on the 15. It's where all that new stuff is being built along uh, the uh, 15 freeway. You know, that's a big stop. There's there's like over 50 restaurants and stuff right there. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah I know. Talking about about yeah. For sure, I know you know. Uh, but yeah, so that's where that's where the sus the suspects were arrested. Um, uh, the cops did say that there was um, they found uh, what is it? They didn't say a weapon exactly, but there was um, evidence. They found evidence in connection with the murder at the home. Okay. That's all that's being said right now. It has to be a gun, right? Yeah, it has to be, unless uh, maybe or something clothing. he he was seen yeah. yeah wearing, and that's what they found. But uh, for whatever reason, they did find evidence connected with the murder. And there are two suspects arrested, so that's a good job by law, law enforcement yeah. catching up with them, because uh, it's not good to shoot anybody for whatever reason, you know, especially if it was just over an argument. I don't know; it's not known if the suspects knew uh, uh, Toko, uh, but I guess time will tell. We'll, we'll keep you guys posted on that. But good thing that two people were arrested. Uh, you know, yeah, especially in just all these shootings that have been happening. That's gonna didn't see people pay. I, I don't like when they kill themselves. No, they, I think I think it's I think it's uh, easy uh, way out. It's easy way out, definitely. Yeah. And so spending your life behind bars and just thinking about what you've done and how you could take it back, I think is 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 the way to go. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I believe like that. It, like the death sentence. Like they don't. When someone gets a death sentence, they don't they don't kill you right away. Oh You no. spend like years and years, and they do like what is it? They they. Uh, Re, they not retrial, but what is appeal? It? Appeal. Uh, yeah, they, they appeal it, and they can appeal over and over and over again, yeah, right? Depending push, postpone the, the death, postpone yeah. their death, which I think is just yeah, they're buying themselves time. So yeah, yeah I think it's torturous. I think that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it is. You know, because even if you 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 did commit a crime and they sentenced you to death like they used to back in the days, execute you or something like that, hang you, it, it would happen almost right away. Yeah, you no, know, I, I, yeah, some of these people probably just didn't even care. Oh well, kill me. But, uh, yeah, you spend some time behind bars and you have really time to think about what you did and what your consequences might be and, you know, if there's some kind of afterlife punishment. But that would definitely mess mess a person up. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, I think it's it's payback when they commit awful crimes like killing innocent people. Yeah. But I think, too, like, let them suffer for a little bit before you do kill them, you know? Like, like burn them? No, like no, I'm saying, like, yeah, stay in jail, like, keep them in jail for a while. Like, that right. thing, that's a good that's what I. That's that's how yeah, I feel too. too. Because you know they 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 killed somebody or whatever they did, and then they get the death penalty. That's kind of you know like right killing him right away. You know they should you know let them suffer a little bit and let them enjoy that prison life a little bit. You know, let them enjoy that prison life a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, but right. you know what I mean. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That, that's better. That's 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 the route. Well, that's how it usually happens. Yeah. You know, people get sentenced to death. They spend a lot of time behind bars. Before they actually get uh, executed, but uh, you know, uh, now speaking of shootings, um, the Las Vegas. Do you remember the Las Vegas? Did you guys hear that? Did you hear yeah. the motorcycle? It's, it's Long Beach guys. Uh, the mass shooting that took place in uh, Vegas. You know the Vegas shooter we all remember that shot at the uh, country uh, music festival from Mandalay Bay from a Mandalay Bay room that was overlooking the uh, the concert. Yeah, it was op open fire. I think he killed like nine people. So I know he injured like somewhere in the yeah, 50 something, right? Yeah. Uh, I think you know, maybe more people were killed. But, anyways, uh, 
uh, No Effects, who we both love very much, uh, legendary punk band. Um, if you guys aren't too familiar with them, No Effects uh, started in uh, 1983 uh, here in Southern Cal, uh, around the Hollywood, LA area. Uh, Mike, Mike, uh, Fat Mike, also known as Fat Mike, world, world wi widely known worldwide by Fat Mike, uh, lead man of No Effects. Um, started the band, you know, back with him and his buddies, uh, Eric Melvin and Eric Sandin, who's a drummer known as Smelly, and uh, Al Jefe, the guitar player, Aaron, later joined the pitcher. And those guys are great. I love those guys. They've always been independent. They've never been on a major label, and uh, they do pretty well for themselves. They're, like I said, they're, they're known worldwide. Um, if you're not too familiar with them and you like punk rock, I would recommend you check out their Backstage Passport which happened in like 2006, 2007, yeah. but it's, 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 it's a good way to uh, figure out and learn about no effects, who they are. Uh, the whole soundtrack to the, uh, it's actually a series. It's a eight episode series uh, that you could get on DVD. If you go to fat records and that's fat F A T W R E C K chords or D S uh, that's uh, Fat Mike's uh, label with a lot of other cool bands. Um, a, a lot of other cool punk rock bands, you know, Strung Out, Lagwagon, just to name a couple, are also on that label. So, yeah, it's another way to discover a lot of bands if you haven't, if you're into punk rock and don't know too many bands out there. Uh, yeah, but you could buy the, the backstage passport and it's awesome, right? You've seen it, oh, right? Oh, yeah, love it. Love it. So, it's a, good, yeah, it's, it's a good way to, to get to know uh, No Effects uh, without just, you know, like the old way of just, you know, hearing a song or two. But uh, even Fat Mike says that when he meets people and tells them what he does and uh, they ask, they want to know questions and answers, if they got questions and they want to know answers, he gives them a uh, backstage passport, he says. It's just, you know, and yeah, yeah that's, that's a good go. way to do it. Yeah. So, I mean, those guys have been around for a long time. Like I said, they've never been on a major label. Uh, they actually, they, they were banned from the U.S. from doing shows for a little bit because of the comments they had made following the Vegas shooting. It, it uh, the uh, Eric Melvin says that uh, that they only uh, they joked on stage between him and Fat Mike about how uh, mass shootings only happened at country concerts, not punk concerts. While they were playing a punk rock bowling uh, concert in uh, Vegas, and they just got this really really bad backlash from everybody. Uh, as we know, it's a, a, a social sensitive society that we're living in, yeah. and so uh, if if you know no effects like uh, me and Dish do. Uh, you just know it's. I mean, they that's fat. Yeah, that's nothing. Yeah, like Fat Mike said, so done so much. Yeah, worse shit. But I mean, yeah, it was a. Uh, well, well, yeah, they, they were just starting to get out there. You started to see them on TMZ yeah. and stuff. You know, so there was really this this, this main crowd. You know, um, that you know the this this crowd that's part of the main scene. You know that they have a lot of followers. You know that are part of that you know main scene. So they they were getting put out there so when he said this it was filmed it went viral and people just hated it they lost their sponsorship with uh stone stone brewery uh because they're actually collaborating together on the punk and Drublik festival that fat mike is hosting that he's still actually doing that they just brought back to the u.s so that's good but without stone so stone had a big part behind it and uh stone yeah pulled pulled away immediately so they would never have nothing to do with the band again uh yeah, it was it was it was pretty intense. A lot of people heard about it. I was going yeah. places because I, I wear you know no effects hat and shirts and stuff, and people were mentioning to me about what happened. Only because yeah, I mean people that would never have come up to you years ago because they had absolutely no idea who the fuck no effects was. Yeah, were all of a sudden talking about no effects.
So uh, they receive a lot of bad backlash for that. But I mean, all the all the hardcore die fans, the ones that you know are there. I don't want to say really matter because I don't want to put anybody down. But uh, that everyone knew, everyone was on the same page as yeah. me about what. Yeah, it's, it's no effects, man. Like so you should hear some other shit they say. Oh, dude, I've, I've seen I've yeah. seen Fat Mike personally. I was at a concert and I've seen him like single handedly point like the only black person out <laughs> in the crowd. And like make jokes, and I mean it was it was just it was you know it wasn't like direct racism. It was just you know it was it was jokes, and if you know no thanks, yeah. it was it was funny. Even the guy, the black guy there himself, was laughing. Uh, but yeah, uh, if that even what like what, I, what the reason I bring it up because if that was filmed, if that was on TMZ, oh, yeah. oh it would have been the same. There would have been the same result from the Vegas comment. But uh, no effects, like I said, doing good things, still putting out albums, still rocking. Um, they're getting up there. I think Fat, yeah, Fat Mike just turned fifty, just recently. Not not recently, but he's almost fifty one now. Uh, they uh, put out a new album. They have a new album coming out. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, it's called uh, uh, "Fish in a Gun Barrel." Fish in a Gun Barrel. Okay. So, uh, yeah, if you know, if you ever heard the saying "fish in a barrel," you know, or shooting what is it? Shooting fish in a barrel. Something like that. Right? Something like that. Yeah. Well, pretty much another. You know, it's it, it could use something for easily something that could be easily done kind of saying. So that's a different way to put it is a uh, fish in a gun barrel because that's definitely going to get it done. <laughs> but it's uh it's about mass shooters. The song's about mass shooters. And, and Fat Mike actually wrote it a few years back. And uh, he's putting it out there with his uh, sending out his condolences to anyone he might have insulted or the band insulted uh, for the Vegas comment. And so this song's about mass shooters. Uh, I heard it. It's great. It's, it's, it's the, it. yeah, it's like the no effects, like reggae, sound they got yeah, uh, you know it's their own it's their own reggae kind of sound if you know no effects you know what i'm talking about uh it, yeah the song's really really good um good, great lyrics sounds good it's been stuck in my head but that's really cool that he would put that song out uh and what a what a what more of you know of a perfect time to yeah, put it out exactly especially now with i mean since vegas how many other mass shootings have we had you know we, we've talked about those uh but yeah that's uh so that's cool. That's a cool thing. Um, I, I, uh, I'm really happy for them coming out with a new album, and I'm, I'm proud of him for putting it out there, you know, uh, th that song out there and, uh, you know, sending some apologies up like that because, you know, yeah, the, uh, it's obvious that those people, no matter how long ago it was, the people that were directly affected by any of these shootings, they're affected for life. Yeah. So that's cool. What do you think about that, Dish? Uh, that's a uh, great song. I uh I heard it too, loved it, and uh, yeah, check it out. Yeah, so uh, yeah, he wrote it in 2016. Yeah, so you know we're, we're before the shooting. Yeah, so we're actually here now. Yeah, actually before the shooting in June of 2016, a couple months I think it was a while or yeah. long time from yeah, yeah. a few months back before the before the shooting. She's putting it out now. A year before because it wasn't the shooting in 2017. Was it 2017? Yeah, I so yeah. Okay. Yeah, so like a yeah, about a year before. That, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So, um, if, if you guys are big NoFX fans and you're from Southern California, they're going to be in Big Bear. Oh, in the end of September, we're going. Oh yeah, for sure. So I'm really stoked about that because, like I said, they hadn't played the U.S. Yeah. for a while, and now they're back and they're doing the thing all over, and uh, the crowds are loving it. People are showing up, and it's it's great. I mean, people are always going to show up for those guys. Who, who are they playing with? Uh, off the top of my head, I know the Vandals. Oh, great. Awesome. So if you guys know punk rock, you definitely know who the Vandals are. Another uh, punk rock legend band. 
the Vandals also from Southern Cal. Uh, so that's that. I mean, yeah, there will be people flocking in from all over Southern California, even Northern California. People, I've, I've been at shows here and people come from like Japan yeah. to see certain bands that don't make it out their way. You know, people drive all the way down and out from about and uh, um, just to, to see these bands. And so for that, for uh, and it's a they haven't, I don't, I know they've played Big Bear before, but it's been a long, long time. A long time. I mean, that was back, when I, you know, I was still a kid, you know, if they did, from what I remember. But uh, for, yeah, having Big Bear uh, do this and the, you know, no effect is going to be in town with the Vandals. It's going to be a lot of punkers yeah. there. Yeah, there is. It's going to be good. So that, that, that should be fun. And right, you know, right in the uh, beginning of fall. It's not too cold yet in Big Bear. It's, uh, it's it's not too warm. It never really gets too warm up there. Not even in the winter time. I mean, in the summer. But uh, in the winter time, it, it it snows. It's you know you need chains and the whole deal. But yeah, September is is a good time to do this. There will be there will be a lot of people. If you're a punk rock fan, uh, look into it. It's it's some type of festival. It's it's a it's a snowboarding kind of thing. Uh, Kickoff and shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's at it's at is it, is it yeah Mountain High? There's something yeah. a Mountain High. Yeah. So it. I don't remember the name of the festival, but check it out. Look up No Effects, look up the Vandals, and it'll it'll come up. You know, so on a lighter note to all the shootings, again, you know, we talked about there's some good news there with the murder suspects being found with Toko. Uh, Toko's killing. Uh, no Effects' new album, you know, song about mass shooters. That's all some good things, and uh, we'll keep that momentum going. So remember we talked about the guy, uh, Antonio Bosco? Yeah. The widower from the El Paso shooting. Yes, he was. He's he's the guy who was left to be a widow uh, due to the mass shooting in El Paso. He lost his wife, uh, Margie Record. Him and Margie were married for 22 years, and uh, Vasco stated that she was his only um, only close family member. He didn't have any other family members. I, I believe he came. He uh, immigrated from Mexico a while back, and uh, he he came alone. So he has no close relatives. She was his closest family member, his wife, 22 years. Uh, she was killed by the mass shooter uh, that took uh, the mass shooting. At, killed by the mass shooter where the mass shooting took place in El Paso. <laughs> uh, uh, but she, she was killed by the shooter in El Paso during the mass shooting. And uh, he, he, there was a, a, a morning, you know, like a, a service. Not a service, but what is it when they, you know, a memorial yeah, that was memorial. left there, you know, just uh, oh, okay. the flowers and yeah. balloons and stuff where she was killed. Um, and he would go by there and cry all the time. So people have seen this. And uh, there was a picture posted of him um, mourning, you know, um, by her balloons and flowers and whatnot. And uh, the uh, guy who was going to host her funeral posted this, and it went viral because Vasco actually told the uh, guy uh, who was hosting it at his mortuary uh, to invite the public being that she didn't really have too many relatives and he didn't have any but her. So uh, this was posted on Facebook and it went viral. It went viral, you know, all, all, tons of people wanted to attend. And uh, that's exactly what happened. So uh, uh, people stood, dude. They, the, the service took place and there was over a thousand people there easily. And the the since, you know, the place that uh, uh, it was originally scheduled to be at was only – uh, able to hold 250 people they moved they moved it to a bigger venue and i think we talked about that in the last podcast how that was in the talks so they did send it they uh, i mean they did send it uh move the service over to uh, la paz faith memorial and spiritual center and uh el paso which was definitely a bigger place for this kind of event uh but dude a lady flew in from la and there was like flowers 
uh, mm-hmm. that were sent from all over the world. So nice, uh, yeah, nice. it was it was a really really good turnout. And like I said, man, uh, we were talking about this. Uh, El Paso, man, they've done really really well um, holding together as a community yeah. and becoming really really close in the time of uh, of chaos, man. Yeah. You know, uh, in the time when people really need to come together and you know promote peace and love, they've they're really really coming together after the shooting. I'm I'm proud of El Paso. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, thousands of people attended. There was people, um, you know, that paid his respects to his wife's and then stood in lines to meet to meet him and give their condolences. You know, he uh, he said he never felt more love in his life. You know, he was totally totally grateful um, for all these people that showed up. And man, uh, well, I mean, what, what's your opinion of that? Uh, that's awesome. Everyone, uh, you know, showing that there's more good people out there than there is evil. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's so, I what mean, that shows. I mean, world, all around the world, sending flowers. And I, I, I mentioned awesome. that, like, uh, in, in one of our podcasts, I believe, like, we see all this bad stuff, guys, on the news that happens, and it's always awful, awful things. And we're going to continue until you die to see bad stuff yeah. and awful, awful things happen on the news. But that's why it's the news. They, they promote that kind of stuff, you know, and you do, do you ever notice like uh, the news is all this, like this murders and these robbers, these cricket politicians and these earthquakes and tornadoes and all this destruction and all this bad news. And they always end it with like, or there'll be like a mid, like, Hey, our person of the day is, yeah. and it's just like, you know, they make it seem like, Oh, you know, and this guy seems so good because, you know, he, he volunteers at the shelter and he cooks Thanksgiving meals for the homeless, you know, and passes them out. And, you know, it, it's like we become in all these people, like, because they, it is awesome what they're doing. But, you know, it's just one guy that we see a lot of all this bad destruction things happening. But they, I, like I mentioned in the podcast before, is there are so many other good people in the world. And there are a lot of really, really good things and cool things happening yeah. out there than there are uh, bad, bad things. Yeah. Like definitely, definitely you know, one, way, but... way more cooler things happening yeah. out there. People helping um, endangered species, you know, doing things, clean up the ocean, um, you know, with animal shelters and people adopting animals and just everything. There's a lot of, a lot, a lot of good out there, man. So you guys never give up in humanity because like we see when uh, awful things happen, you know, people that don't even know this guy, like I say, a lady literally flew from LA to El Paso, Texas, because she simply stated that his story moved her. And that's it. That's, it. that's all she needed. She didn't need no one to tell her, you know, if she did, she was going to stay in this luxury hotel or yeah. anything like that. She did it out of the kindness of her heart. And that's, there's that stuff happening all show over the love. world. Show her love and respect for the man who lost his wife. That was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's nothing more awful that could happen to a person. And like you said, you've mentioned with these mass shootings when people are just out to have a good time, especially when you're, when you're with your loved one, because that's why you get out and yeah. do things to spend time with that one specific person. And then someone kills you yeah. or kills your wife or your husband or your child shopping, you know, and then he lost his wife. Yeah, that's horrible. So, I mean, it's really awesome to see people come together uh, for a good cause, you know, to support this guy who, who, you know, who was directly honest and said, you know, he had no family to invite the public. And I know that he, did, he when he said that he didn't think anyone would show, right? Would you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I mean, uh, that that's awesome. You know, people from all over, all over Texas. They even they drove and like I said, they they stood in line and waited in triple digit heat because you know how hot yeah. and humid it gets in Texas. Yeah. I mean, it gets hot out here. It'll, it'll, it'll 
if it's crazy, it would hit 98, 99, but it's horrible. But you guys can understand, Texas hits triple digits, but they have this humidity there that is beyond like what you could imagine if you have. I mean, if you're from the South and you've been to Texas and you've you know, been to Florida or Alabama and other places, then you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, if you're like from, you know, Southern California, you can't even imagine what that humid that humidity is like in Texas. So these people waited in this triple digit, humid, nasty, hot weather to to attend the funeral service. So I mean, that it's that's cool, man, to see things like that happen. So yeah, my my heart goes out to Antonio too. Um, you know, um, I'm happy. You know, I'm happy he received so much love. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, UFC tonight, man. Yep, another UFC on a Saturday when they take place. Uh, Cormier and uh, Stipe? Yeah. Miocic. Miocic. Yeah. He's Croatian, correct? Yeah. Well, well he's Croatian to say. He's from Ohio. He's from Ohio, right? Yeah. But he's, yeah, he's, he's, this, his, his, his family's from Croatia, yeah. right? Okay, so this is the second time that him and Cormier are going to go at it, right? Correct? Yeah. Cormier yeah. won the first one by decision? Or did he no, stop him? I don't sure. remember. I think, I, think, I think it might have just decision. It was decision. There's so many UFCs happening. Yeah. Is, yeah. Uh, I, think uh, I think it was decision, but I think it was unanimous decision. Yeah, I think dominated. So, yeah, Cor- Cormier, I think, yeah, because I remember. If I remember, he, I, but I know he was. He was very, very dominant, though, in the yeah. first fight. So they have, they, have a, they have a rematch. Has Stevie fought? Did he, is this an automatic rematch for him, or has he fought anyone else? Between, I don't think, I don't yeah, think he has yeah, fought anyone else. Anyone so um, I think Cormier had one. Did Cormier have one? Yeah. Do you have another fight. defense? Uh, but, I mean, I, I I see Cormier again. I think Cormier is just too good of a wrestler for yeah. him. Cormier, and he's strong, too. And, you know, it's too – I mean, a lot of people give him – you hear a lot of criticism towards him because of how his body looks and that he should be a light heavyweight and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, the guy, the way he moves, and he's always in great yeah, shape. Always. He's just built that way. I mean, we've seen that. You know, UFC's been around long enough where you've seen all kinds of guys different – body shapes and when people you know there's those guys out there that get criticized criticized for how they look that they could be in better shape but they're but they're just built that way yeah. but i mean they're always gifted like cormier is a hell of a wrestler he can, agile, he, yeah. yeah he can box yeah. i mean he hits like a ton of bricks and so i i, I think he's just going to be too much for stipe and uh yeah cormier is a strong dude and like i said he's a great wrestler uh what's the name of that team down there they have ak or is it yeah uh American Kickboxing Academy, AKA. AKA, that's it, yeah. AKA. And that's, uh, I don't know if they're all still together, but you know, I remember Cormier, uh, Kane Velasquez, Rockhold. Yeah, they have, they have some talent down there. And so those guys are constant. They're all like Arizona State wrestlers, right? They all went to uh, ASU? No. no, just uh, just Kane, Kane. Yeah. And there's another guy. Kane, um, there's another guy. Did you just say it? Was it Luke? No, Luke didn't go there. But uh, yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about, which is. Uh, and what's his name? But they both were yeah. ASU wrestlers, yeah. right? They both were. They're pretty. I know. It's like at the tip of my tongue too. Yes, he's he's a he's a yeah. great fighter too, but I can't remember yeah. his name. Uh, they're they got some really really good wrestlers down there, and so those guys are constantly constantly wrestling and fighting and boxing, and they yeah they're always all those guys are always in great shape. So yeah, I I, I definitely have to lead, lean towards Cormier for tonight. Um, one another fight though, I'm really looking forward to is uh, Nate Diaz and Anthony Pettis. Oh yeah. You know, like we, we said, Nate Diaz smoking up CBD joints, his pre-workouts. And uh, going into the fight, the guys, they don't they don't have any animosity. 
they they really this is the first time they're fighting each other the first time they're crossing paths it's been a while since diaz has been in the cage uh pettis i think he lost the last time he was in right in a shootout yeah. it was a shootout i remember he was pretty banged up with uh, what's his name Kukui guy tony ferguson yeah. yeah 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 tony ferguson just wrecked him which I thought was going to be a closer fight. That guy Tony Ferguson, though, man, the way he, he moves yeah. quick and he hits hard too, and he's and he gets better. Yeah, better and better every, every time. time yeah, he's, ever since he was an Ultimate Fighter, that guy's mean, dude. Yeah, he is. He's that he's finally living up living up to his name because when, when I first used to hear it, I was like, oh, cool, yeah, I kind of like picture like a bigger guy, yeah. just look totally looks like he's going to whip your ass. He's like a skinny kid, but I, yeah, he comes out scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah so uh, fuck you up. Yeah, he's good. Fuck somebody up. And uh, you got a uh, this guy. Uh, uh, Pettis though he's really really good. Yeah, you know Diaz. It's gonna be a shootout. Like I said, they had no animosity. They didn't dislike each other. But when you, any any time you fight uh, Diaz, whether it's Nate or Nick, yeah, there's gonna be animosity. The yeah. guys just that's just how these guys are. They, they don't hate you, but that's how they that's how they get themselves pumped up. Yeah. They're not they they can't go into a fight shaking someone's hand and you know they they gotta hype it up. They gotta hype it up. And they they and they don't mean no disrespect towards the other guy, even though it might seem this is the way they get hyped up. You know, they, they could care less about how the guy takes it. But, yeah, you're definitely going to feel some animosity if you're fighting a Diaz. So I think that's what Anthony is uh, starting to feel now. That now Diaz is starting to talk a little bit more. Yeah. So it's turning into a little grudge now, which is good because it should make up for an exciting fight. So I'm looking forward to that. But uh, yeah, that's tonight. Other than that, we'll be following up uh, with some other things that, uh, uh, that that we've been wanting to talk about. We want to talk about Little League World Series in our next podcast and uh, talk to you more about the NFL preseason, how it's winding up. But other than that, um, Saturday, I'm going to get out there and enjoy my day. Uh, Dish, you got anything? Same old. Just uh, take care, watch your backs, and uh, have a good time. All right, guys. See ya.